Hi guys, Ash here from the Goodison Blues and I hope you're all well this Friday morning. Welcome to the latest edition of the Goodison Blues Supporters Club Ireland podcast. This is episode 150. Ding, ding, ding. And this time around we're previewing one hell of a game. One hell of an important game for Everton Football Club on Sunday. We take on Wolves in a game that just has to be won. No messing about, just three points. So vital here. No excuses. Every player on that pitch just has to put a shift in. No waiting for the fans to be the 12th man and get behind the team. This team needs to do this for themselves. Even if it was a case of there is no fans in the stadium, they've got to do this for themselves. Make no bones about it. Relegation is truly staring us down the barrel of a gun if we are not careful. At some point... The club has to stop relying on results from other games and pick up points, not just at home, but we've got to start doing it away also. Now, where these points come from away from home, I do not know. Even though we play some relegation-threatened sides away, our form is going to give confidence to those teams to take points off us, even at home. Now, after Monday night's horrible display, against Spurs. Frank Lampard really has a lot of decisions to make ahead of this game and no more important than how he lines up the defence. Michael Keane, as we know, has not had a good time but is late. Another mistake in the Spurs game. Um it could really might have decided you know decided his fate because with the recovery of Ben Godfrey if he is fit to play on Sunday, even if Ben Godfrey is only 60% ready, for instance, you have to say it could be an improvement over Michael. And with Mina still missing for God knows how long, it kind of feels like you won't see him now till the end of the season. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised, on a side note, if he gets sold in the next window. Um, we are severely lacking in any skills, pace even leadership in that central defense especially when Mina is not there so also if he can return to the side he does offer a lot more pace as well even then if you put them all them together he has so much pace and the others combined also in defense the position of Seamus Coleman now has to be asked again we have said time and time again how much we did we know Seamus loves the club and he wants to remain playing. But when you look at the amount of minutes he's already played through this season at 33, 34 years of age, surely it's more than his body is able to take. He clearly is not the same player. So at some point, you know, the club has to realise that wanting to play, having a desire to play, want to continue playing, just doesn't cut it. Nathan Patterson has not been given enough minutes on this pitch to allow him not only gain confidence, but to get him ready because he has been signed as the uh, successor for Seamus Coleman. So Seamus himself, you know, he might feel that he can still play at that top level. But the exception of maybe that Manchester City game, he has not been himself and even he would agree on that. So just playing one game in so many, one decent game in so many, it doesn't warrant staying in the side. Now I hope that whenever his, his, his playtime is over, 
that he will stay on as a coach and take on the role of you know bringing in and um training in future right backs at the club and it's all well and good being sentimental to the player who has been a huge servant to the club but at some point the new blood has to be given that chance so for me Frank has got to make that call, make that change and give Nathan the right back position at this point in time. Now, it seems all decisions, of course, are being made in defensive positions. That brings us also then to John Joe Kenny. We can agree Frank Lampard has decided to shift him across to the left back position and he has made some decent performances, but even Kenny has to feel out of place when he is there. Going back down to Ben Godfrey, maybe Frank Lampard would want him to play as the left back. But I really, I, me personally, I prefer to keep him in the centre back position. We need a massive change there. We all know what's happening in the Ukraine. It's, of course, a very heavy toll on Vitaly Mikulenko. But if he's ready to play, he needs to start playing more regularly, as he is our main left back. And because he is our main left back, he needs confidence and game time and needs to make that position his own. Now Kenny might feel he's done enough to warrant a new contract in the summer and that may be so but it should be at best the second right back next to Patterson. So moving on down the line of the team that brings us on to Dominic Calvert-Lewin and of course a lot of people have been talking about the way he played against Spurs on Monday and although I, fe- I did feel he was he was very poor um I even go as far as to say he's pathetic. Maybe saying that he was pathetic a bit, maybe too strong due to the fact that he is returning from injury, but he hasn't been that same. Even the couple of games that he's had in between, he just hasn't been the same since he went off with, at the, you know, early in the season with that first injury. I felt personally it was a risk playing him from the start, but maybe he told Frank that he was ready to go and ready to play this game. Hopefully for Sunday, if he's raring and ready to go, It'd be great because we do need Dominic to get back to his form as soon as possible. Goals have been a rarity in comparison to last year from both Richardson and Dominic Carvalhoon for different reasons, of course, not just injury. And there's no better time for both these key players to start putting away chances created by the teammates and themselves. So, Wolves, they're going to be no pushover. They had a success the last game out. I think they won maybe 3 or 4 nil. And prior to that, they did have a run of 3 or 4 defeats. And they're still chasing possible European qualification if they can put a bit of a run together. So they're, they're not going to come to Goodison Park just to kick the ball around the pitch a bit. They're going to come to win. And from our, our form of late, they're going to feel confident in doing that. So both teams have... So much to play for on two complete opposite levels. So, you know, the, the, the Wolves have maintained their position over the last couple of seasons of being a very decent side in the Premier League. And for some reason, well, one way or the other this season, it's been so bad for us and an absolute shock to the system for all those fans. Can we beat them? Of course we can. But as I mentioned there, the fans are not only key to this game. The players need to take it upon their own shoulders to put in performance, not just for themselves, but for the club and the fans. So we can put our trust in these group of players to get us out of this incredible, difficult situation that we find. And then we hear the other day, 
um, the talks about the possible points deduction of, of sanctions. Now, I first heard about this on TalkSport in the morning, but according to different sources and also mentioned on Toffee TV when I was watching one of their shows, it seems that the way it's done is the club is having a, has an agreement with the Premier League and they watch how everything conduct their business off the pitch financially. And although we're in a lot of trouble, um, they don't believe point deduction sanctions are heading this way because of the way it's been done by the club and with the, the Premier League. So although we're going against financial fair play rules, it's done in a, in a certain way that every single season, um, one thing offsets the other. So, so it, they're saying that they're pretty sure, the Premier League are pretty sure that it can be rectified. Hence, one of the reasons why I suppose um, we had to, I suppose, force the selling um, Lucadinha. And then obviously players have come in and the way we've staggered the payments on those players means that you're doing it within those rules as well. Now, does that mean that 100% we're in the clear? No, of course not. We all know what happened to Chelsea and Manchester City. Well, in one sense, what could have happened to them, getting the, you know sanctions and point deductions. But after they appealed, they escaped, obviously, the major sanctions. But it would be typical of everything that the sanctions will be placed amongst us and then the club in regards to the deduction of points. However, it seems that if, if it was going to happen, it wouldn't take part this season. So if any sanctions are to happen, it will be brought into the start of next season, which wouldn't be a good thing, of course, either, getting yourself off to a bad start. But Toffee TV seem to be quite confident in in their phone-in, their club phone-in, in rubbishing the news that came out of the media about this and that the Premier League have said to Everton that the way the club is doing it in the time frame there is, there is that time to rectify the situation. So let's hope that is the case and that the players can continue to do so to try and get us out of this relegation scrap without that hanging over them as it would be absolutely dreadful to think that to go on a run of wins or picking up points away from home that to be all taken away at the end of the season by a points deduction. So let's just hope it doesn't happen. Um, I think it's safe to say that the fans, I know that this game is very crucial. We've other games against Manchester United, of course, still to play at home. And that's also a very important game because from one side, Manchester United will be thinking, you know, we're not expected to take anything from that game. But because it is Manchester United and look what Manchester City did to them last week. And we did hold in that horrible 1-0 defeat. We did hold them fairly well. So it is Manchester United. You don't know what Manchester United side are going to show up on that day. They themselves are in a strange position, a strange run of form. So anything can happen in that game as well. The Watford game, the Burnley game, Newcastle game. All comprehensible to think that we're not going to get points in those games. But I ha- I know I said it the other day that I, I could see them beating us. And I still can't to a certain point. But on a normal season, you have to expect from those three clubs that we should be getting nine points. I would expect our squad to be able to handle these teams home or away. Now, these games are definitely going to shape the end of the season, I think. But like the previous weeks, the recovery has to start again somewhere. And yet again, we've got to do it on Sunday. Um, there have been questions asked since Monday about um, 
Deli Ali requesting, I suppose, the signing of the player in January, why the club went for him. And this is the regards to where the player would start in the starting lineup. Some day some say he will never fit in because the way that Frank Lampard wants to set up with a three in midfield, it's taken us so long to get the club to actually say, let's put a trio in midfield. So then who do you take out? Alan, does he does Ali then slot in his position? Again, we've only seen bits and bobs of Deli Ali since he joined, but could he fit well in that midfield trio? Some say he'd be better as a number 10, and that would, of course, then mean changing the formation and maybe changing from the trio in midfield that we've all been crying out for. Now, maybe Sunday's game is one to rest Alan and give some freedom to Ali to show us what he's capable of. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again, I think most of us do know there is a player there We've seen it in the past, not just against us, but in the Premier League in general. Maybe it's too important of a game to change it. Um, I'm not 100% sure of what I would do in a situation. Frank Lampard can obviously assess this during the week's training and leading up to the game on Sunday and make that decision himself. Now, hopefully, Damari Gray will be fit for this game as well. Um, We've clearly been missing his pace and threat down that left-hand side. If Gordon is going to continue on the right, we need both him and Gray, not only to be able to be ready and able to score themselves, but ready to provide the crosses needed for either Richarlison or Dominic, whoever's in that um, top spot. Gordon, not some, you know, I suppose he has been accused of trying to play too much to get that glory goal moment that he wants so bad. But then if there's an easier pass or an easier chance for another player, he kind of misses those decisions to pass the ball. Personally, I wouldn't go that far because I think he's been an absolute shining light in what has been a very, very difficult season. Every player will go through those motions and if there's a chance to get a goal and it can be, it can easily be missed, even if there's an easier chance ahead of them, he's still only a young lad who, as they say, is learning the trade. So with games, experience will come and he will learn from that. Now, for this game on Sunday, I can honestly say I'm not too confident because of the way we played against Spurs. And if we line up with Michael Keane and Mason Holgate again, there could be a lot of fans who will show their dismay about it. But all the friends are really on how Frank Lampard feels about the inclusion of Ben Godfrey if he's ready. Jared Brandwaite is another name that could possibly come into the frame like he did a half-time against Spurs. But losing a goal so quickly in that second half would not have given him much confidence coming on. So maybe it's time, maybe both Godfrey and Brantwaite get the nod. I really, at this point, would not like to be in Frank's shoes in deciding this, but he's got to get it right on Sunday. So with that being said, um, this would be my starting lineup for Sunday's uh, crucial game against Wolves. So John Pickford in goal, as always, he did make a couple of mistakes in the game against Spurs. He could have made better attempts at maybe you know trying to stop some of the goals but he still is our number one he still has had a much improved season than he's had in the past despite our league position in defense i've said it before patterson now for me comes in at right back ben godfrey and holgate the center backs and michelenko at left back of course all being that godfrey is fit and ready to play and michelenko just needs to take this opportunity and make the left-back 
his disposition, make it his own. In midfield, I'm going to personally stick with Alan DeCorey and Donny van der Beek. Especially if we're sticking with a 4-3-3 formation, I just don't see how Ali could start in that position. Maybe he, he can. Maybe he can come in for, for Alan instead. Maybe... If he if Alan maybe it gives freedom for Decore to push a bit more forward. I don't know, but I'd, I'd rather stick with Alan Decore and Donny Van de Beek for the moment. Then a front three of Gordon on the right, Gray down the left, and of course with Charleston up front, leaving Dominic Cavalier on the bench for this game. It's also worth mentioning that our leading goal scorer is Andros Townsend, and he has not been given too much games time recently. So maybe. This is a game for a recall. Um, of course, I leave that decision for Frank Lampard to make. Again, he's obviously will find it difficult to leave out Anthony Gordon because of the way he has played. But maybe put put him on the bench for this game and start with Andros Townsend. We'll just have to wait and see what he comes up with. So that would be my starting eleven for this game, and it's just so important. You know, my eleven might not be the correct fit. But we've got to start getting this this fit right and getting points on that board. It looks very shallow and we need to get the points on that. So from a score point of view, very difficult to navigate because from Monday's game, I really thought we were going to have a, a more close and more competitive game. And boy, was I so wrong. I don't think any of us were expecting to get the hiding that we did. And all... Pretty much all due to the fact that because they got those two lucky goals, well, no, let's say two lucky goals, they took them well, but because they got those moments, once that goal went in, our heads dropped, and we just can't let that happen again. Um, so for this game, hard not to see Wolves not scoring because of what they are chasing themselves for European football, and our home form has recently dictated that we can't score goals. But I just don't see it being as easy like a 3-1 a or a 4-1. I just don't see it being that comfortable. I'm going to go with something like a 2-1 with Everton leaving it. And probably leaving it very, very late to get a winner. And that would be just a scary way to win a game. Because the longer it goes on as a draw, or worse off, if we're losing the game, it'll be, you know, it'll be very hard for the fans to keep watching and stay behind the team. But we really must do that. It may not be the game that defines our season, but a win would surely set that tone to get us on our way. Now, the game kicks off 2 o'clock on Sunday in our new venue, Mars, just off O'Connor Street, um, our new home for the Goodison Blues. Don't forget your lanyards for the new game. Members can sign up on the day like they did on Monday night, so we have welcomed a couple of more members to the club so you can avail of the discounts. Um, those who are obviously, of course, in Dublin for the weekend... If you're still around on the, the Sunday, drop into Mars. The guys will, will take you downstairs, show you where to go, and you can meet up with the rest of the members. Um, Yeah, so I do hope to be there on Sunday, depending on work commitments. I'm not sure yet, uh, but hopefully we can celebrate a win and a very, very important win because, guys, we do really need this. Uh, of course, I'll do a match reaction uh, sometime after the game, and hopefully it's a much better one to talk about and a better performance than last Monday's game. So till then, guys, take care, stay blue, and enjoy the rest of your weekend, and see you Sunday. Take care.